We're always talking smack, smack, and telling lots and lots of stories. We hope you think we're funny and not really boring. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. We are coming at you live. Episode 1-4. Yep. Plus our other ones, but really we're, we've been talking together for at least 25 hours. Yeah. And not to, not to mention the hour before and hour after podcast show. Yeah. The pre Nathan and Gabe, <laughs> yeah, the pre and then the wrap up show. We could probably do like, they have clips, right? Some of those other podcasts, they do like, have like, off, yeah, yeah, probably yeah, just talking those. shit clips. Yeah. I mean, we have the video podcast. How many times on the, on audio have we talked about doing video enough? Yeah, enough. Eventually we'll get it figured out, but here's the yeah. thing: it's it's not really a rush, right? Like I enjoy just doing this. Yeah, I I enjoy talking. We're not on it. any timeline. No. You know, the more that we do, the more quality conversations that we have, the more we build up our audio database, and mm-hmm. um, I think that'll just be we'll just do it even better once it t- comes time for official video yeah. launch, um, and we'll be dialed in. We're pretty dialed in now. Yeah, I feel comfy now. 25 hours of doing anything, you should probably be okay at it, <laughs> right? 25 hours, that's a day. That's a, yeah, that's a while, man. If I, uh, what's something that you think you could learn in 25 hours? Maybe how to play a song. Really? Oh, I think I'd be, not a not not a hard song. Let's, let's sure. not get it twisted. We're not playing Bleed by Miss Sugar here. Shout out to Alec. <laughs> but um, yeah, I could probably learn how to play like a very simple or even like intermediate level song. So, I mean, are you talking like a day, just you hanging out, playing? But I mean like 20, that many hours, which yeah. if it was you just sitting with a guitar, probably one at a time. Oh, like, I could, yeah, okay. I could learn a lot more songs. Yeah, probably, In that many hours, yeah. right? Because yeah. let's say you jam out with yourself for what, three hours would be a good sesh of you just hanging yeah. out trying to learn a song or how long? <sighs> I just... <laughs> music so it's a love hate scenario for me okay i usually i i never play probably longer than like a half hour so i'm not that's i'm not incredible okay you know i'm All not right. i'm not uh i just don't like plugging in <laughs> i like acoustic instruments okay like as hardcore as the metal they listen to i like soft music really to play yeah really yeah dang i would have imagined you are crank up the amp to full blast your neighbors yeah. are like ripping their hair out yeah. because you've been shredding for two hours straight not a lot of bald neighbors but they're <laughs> like it's just because he's playing wonderball over and over again and we're upset with it yeah. okay so you're not super passionate enough so okay no. if, if at a half an hour increments yeah times 25 hours Holy cow, that's 50, 50 of your little jam sessions. Probably could learn, you would say, maybe more than one song yeah, in that time? I could probably learn past, like, a, like I could probably learn further into Wonderwall, honestly. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I, I only know the first bit. The Mex- the Spanish version? Oh, that'd be cool. If I learn how to sing it in Spanish. Ooh, how long do you think that could take? That would take 25 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a Spanish speaker? Uh... I don't know. I wish I could say something in Spanish so bad. I was like, you tell me. Yeah, no like, hablo. Okay, in Espanol, you know, whatever. Not that really? Why, because in Spanish. So you couldn't have a, a conversation with a Mexican? No, but I could, if if one was in a uh, wheelchair, I could say wheelchair in Spanish. What is that? Silla de ruedas. Wow. Uh, you'd like to do the R, rolling the yeah. R, hey? Yeah, I, yeah. That's, all, that's all I got. My buddy Jose uh, could have probably taught me Spanish in the time that we've been friends. Yeah. Instead, he just talked shit to me. But we've listened <laughs> to lots of music, Spanish music together. Yeah. Uh, or Mexican music. It always feels weird to say Mexican, because you don't know, like, Mexican almost sounds racist. It almost does. But it's not, uh, it's not, right? No, because it's went, a nationality. Yeah, you'd say Canadian, and, and people wouldn't be triggered. But yeah. But I'm like... Hey, there's three Mexicans over there. Yeah. Sounds a little racy. Yeah. I, I think as a lot of times they aren't. I think a lot of times they're Argentinian. Okay. Or and whatever. Chilean. Yeah. Or Haitian at this point Haitian. now. Haitian. Are yeah. you noticing uh, anything on the news about the buildup on the border of thousands of Haitians? May, may have heard tell of it. I mean, what's interesting is Haiti's an island. Yeah. Right? So, so they have to get off of the island onto the mainland and, and then, then make it to the border. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like they might have had a little help. <laughs> yeah, probably. Right? Actually, yeah. 
Come Seems, to think of it. I mean, there's that many people in waves of yeah. thousands of people. It's it's kind of a precarious situation. Yeah. Did you see on the news too? This is funny. Okay. Um, I, I kind of was interested in Border Patrol. I could have done that after I got out of the Air Force because I was law enforcement in the Air Force. So I could have easily transitioned over to Border Patrol. Sure. Didn't know Spanish. So that was one of the hiccups there. Um, at least that border. But I, I probably could have managed up north on the Canadian border. Eh? Yeah, you know, you just talk, you just do a terrible uh, uh, what's the accent? That's uh, all you do. My Canadian, yeah, actually, Upper Michigan and Canadian have a little bit of an overlap. We're kind of all that northern, yeah. northern Michigan, Minnesota. There's just a little bit of water separating. So yeah, don't you know? There's a lot of yeah. that. They're kind of the long O. Oh, yeah, I love it. That's my people's native tongue. Nice. Yeah. So I don't even know where I was going with. Oh yeah, Border Patrol. Border Patrol. Um, could have done that. Yeah, keep out the snow Mexicans. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. That, no, when you say it like that, it sounds That's a little racist. racist. Is it? Yeah, we made it. Is it? <laughs> yeah, we did it. Is it? Because is yeah. if you said, uh, like, the opposite, like, uh, like <laughs> tropical Canadians. Yeah, that uh, was nice. I like The fact that you said tropical was a lot nicer than probably what I was going to say. I don't what know What were you going to say? I, I don't know. I felt like... Uh, you can't say jungle Canadians because yeah. there's not... Is there... There is jungle in Mexico. Have you been to Mexico? No. I haven't either. Yeah. I would like to. Yeah. Dude, like, I feel like like this is a slippery <laughs> this is a slippery slope to go down. But whenever I'm watching sometimes like uh TV, you notice that like sometimes they're like, Yeah, I'm from Mexico and then it shows like like a real nice place. So that's like a regular old town. Yeah. I don't know why, but maybe it's just because of how I was conditioned growing up. But I always expect everything to just be like, oh, the roads to just be like dirt. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think. Is that shitty? No, no, no. It's because our news portrays. And in movies, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay, always, yeah. I mean, like the action happens in the ghettos. Yeah. We, we, we kind of do that. There's movies about the ghetto more than there is about like yeah. suburbia. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's That's just fair. It's easy to glamorize the, the poverty. Yeah. And by, I don't necessarily mean glamorize, but of course, like that's the news that we want to consume is the mm -hmm. scary stuff, the, the poor, the exciting, all the, yeah. all the emotions. So yeah, if I'm a freaking TV station in Mexico and I'm, and I'm want to put, pull some heartstrings, yeah. I might highlight the ghetto violence. Yeah. That's an easy one. So that's right. Where we're seeing a lot of that where it's like a lot of the walls are made out of sheet metal. You know what I yeah. mean? Like of homes. Yeah, probably. Then that, and I'd say, here's the crazy thing: that's a lot of the impoverished part of the whole world, bro. That's yeah. so many places in the world where they have sheet metal walls between yeah. their houses. Tarps around here, though, because of the because of the <laughs> rain and wind. Well, around here, like yeah. in Oregon, yeah. yeah. Well, we give away free building supplies for for people to yeah. build houses wherever they want here in Oregon. That's one yeah. of the. It's one of the neat things, I guess. Dude, I was reading a, an article. And we'll go back to your border patrol. I, sure. But, yeah, whatever. But I was reading an article in the Oregonian, uh, oddly enough. Oh, God. There's a gentleman that uh, he always gets the paper uh, at work. And he always just leaves it out for, like, the night shift to, or swing shift, I guess, to read. So sure. I was like, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll check it out. And it just showed, like, a line of these, you know, like, the shanty town in Portland. Yeah. And it was in Laurel Horse Park, which... Uh, like we've been to before, Laurel Horse is nice. Like it's a it's a nice park. Little like they have a lantern festival there annually, or they did. They yeah. Didn't have it this now year. it's just crackhead lighters lighting <laughs> up at night. Yeah. It's, it looks like lanterns from far away, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. From inside the tarp. Yeah. Well, is that a big lantern? <laughs> there's blue yeah. ones. There's yeah. brown ones. It's there's, beautiful. Yeah. Then you get yeah. close and you're like, oh, boy. and then one lights up and then they all yeah. Anyway, lanterns. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So it's it's usually really nice. You yeah. Know, or it was. Uh, and it's interesting because the Oregonian like did like a piece on a homeless woman and it was like, you know, this is whatever her name is, Sally, you know, this is Sally, whoever, and she's moved four times in the last one month. How? And it's like, I fucking know how. Okay. I know how. Cause she lives in a tarp. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, you know, they tell her story a little bit. Just for a, like a couple of paragraphs, but it's like weird why they would highlight this person. Yeah, you know. Well, I I'll tell you what they're trying to do. They're trying to you know tell the story of the average person that's stuck in this terrible situation. Here's the thing, Sally. Mm -hmm. uh, great if she's 
not great, terrible. Yeah. Sorry, Sally. Uh, especially if life has just handed you one difficulty after another, after another, after another. Yeah. Sometimes shit adds up at the worst time, and it all just kind of collectively kicks your ass. Who knows if if she had an abusive spouse, and and then they beat her, and she yeah. lost everything, or was kicked out of the trailer, or whatever. Sure. You know, life happens. Yeah. Now, if she's breaking into cars, mm-hmm. if she's stealing shit if she's smoking crack if she's shitting on sidewalks of businesses yeah guess what sally i don't feel sorry for you at this point not at there's all. so many free uh opportunities for people in terrible situations here in oregon are you kidding me like you have you can't throw a rock without hitting a community centered for homeless people support clinic sure you know they're everywhere yeah um and and I, to the point so that i think that it's almost you can you can help, and then you can continue to to help so much that it it allows them it kind of pushes them to continue to it do perpetuates things. Perpetuates, perpetuates, yeah. yeah. So like, like the free needle programs, um, the argument there is we don't want them to share needles because then they're they're gonna spread AIDS and disease yeah. and all this shit. And here's the thing, that shit's getting spread anyway yeah. for sure. Um, but you're also giving them easy access to needles. Well, where's all these drugs coming from, too? Mm-hmm. Um, because it seems like if I sold heroin, I would be a huge supporter of the free needle program. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. right? Uh-huh. It's like if I sell trucks and they're giving away free freaking tires down right. the road, sweet, sweet. Then more people are going to buy my trucks because they don't have to pay for the tires right. here. They're just going to get them for free down the that's road. That's a beautiful reference. Yeah. Like, that's a good good analogy. Well, that's it's crazy. And you can look at it and say, oh, poor everybody. I'm going to help everybody. We live in this freaking unicorn and rainbow filled world that's peace and that's fucking bullshit bro that's just not the world yeah the world is violent criminals drug addicts pollution are all one big package disguised as liberals helping people (laughs) and it's the thing is that it's not helping people it's it's perpetuating their drug addiction it's perpetuating crime and violence and that's why we see this chaos that we see up in Portland spreading down to Salem, to Corvallis. Eugene is a, a hot spot for the same shit. Yeah. And uh, literally, it's an attack on the beautiful state of Oregon, on California, on Washington. And unfortunately, one of the things that's perpetuating that is the the liberal mentality. And I'm not trying to rally against liberals, but guess what? They're the ones that are saying free needles for everybody. As you pick up a sign. As a, yeah, down with liberals. Down with liberals. Man, I, I would make a sign that says that. I, it's the wrong mentality. It's a pretend mentality. It's a, I, I wish the world was a better place, so I'm going to ignore the facts mentality. And, uh, you know, beautiful to want to help people. I do too. I, I love everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, but you can't help people that don't want to help themselves. And as long as you put people in positions to... Do these things, crime and pollution and all of the terrible things that are filling the I-5 corridor, we're going to just continue to see that spread out and we're going to lose our cities and our towns and our future generations. Our kids aren't going to have safe schools and neighborhoods to grow up in. They're not going to have beaches to go to. They're not going to have any of this shit. They're going to have violence and drugs and they're not going to be able to get away from that. And it's going to swallow them up. And what we're doing is we're shooting future generations in the foot and it's our fault for letting it happen yep and it makes me so angry bro my hands are like literally shaking right now yeah because i'm talking about my son and my daughter yeah dude like it's if it was just me against crackheads i'll do it bro i'll fucking go to war every day i'll be fine yeah but now i'm talking about uh, what do i want my my son and my daughter to grow up in do I want them to have safety and health and happiness and peace and fucking uh, life where they have the comfort to learn and to grow and to be it, the good people that I know they're going to be? Or are they going to live in fear, surrounded by uncertainty and, you know, live in a state of uh, worrying about their own lives and, and the lives of their families and the lives of the things that they own, like their vehicles or their property or whatever like that's all stuff that kids shouldn't have to think about right and the fact that they do have to think about it means they're not thinking about school and learning and all this stuff Mm -hmm. which just says when you add 
the the new th- rules that they're passing where they lowered the bar for math and science in Oregon for Oregonians to graduate. Yeah, that's weird. Bro, well, you know why no, they have to lower the bar? Yeah. Because kids' lives are filled now with bullshit divisiveness and so many things that are taking their minds off of learning and growing healthy. What We're damaging the environment for for kids to grow up into healthy adults is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to have generational consequences. And man, as, as, a, as somebody who tries to plan ahead, I'm a jujitsu minded guy. So yeah. I, I try to think two or three steps ahead. You look at the situation that we're in now and you, you continue to forecast based on the rate of chaotic growth that we've had. And dude, it's not going to be long before shit's going to reach a breaking point. Yeah. And uh, when that does, I'm going to say, hey, I told you so. And then I'm going to go to war. And yeah. it's not going to be cool. I don't want it to happen. Just, dude, text me before you go to war. Do you, hey, you know what? Call me. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I'd like to say we don't ever have to deal with any of that shit. Let's hope not, man. Yeah. But border, <laughs> border patrol. Border patrol. Well, that's just part of it. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same battle. It's it's now we've got we've got thousands and thousands of people that are coming into our border. Yeah. And those people are welfare recipients, meaning they don't have anything. Mm-hmm. They're coming into America and they're getting shipped around to places where they can get that welfare, right? Which is specifically democratic states and cities. Mm-hmm. And you know, we see that Kate Brown, our governor has already said like if you're uh if you're from Afghanistan and you need to get out of there, like, Afghanis are welcome here. Everybody's welcome here. And that's great. I'm not even against Afghanis, dude. I'm against people that are coming to our country that are becoming welfare recipients because that's just taking more from America. Yeah, it waters down our entire, like, economy. Every, it, yeah. it definitely does. Right. And it makes more people that need welfare. Uh-huh. And so those people are going to vote for what? More welfare. Right. So if you're the party of welfare, yeah. which is also the party of socialism, essentially, mm-hmm. which is take from you to give to you, everybody gets the same equal amount, guess what, bro? That is not capitalism. That is not freedom. That does not yeah. give you uh, the ability to grow Cause they're just gonna hold you down, and that's what yeah. we see that shit happening right now. Well, it's like they gave everybody these raises, these temporary raises, and like so now, like the temporary a- raises. Yeah, right. I think like the oh. the average working rate's like fifteen dollars an hour now. But if you look at inflation right now, we're actually hurting more for money than we ever were. Yeah. The the standard like everything's class going person. up. Everything's yeah. going up. Yeah. And dude, especially like housing, man. That's like the biggest, scariest thing that like if you're renting a home that somebody could just sell it. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It's a, it's a lousy thing to have to live thinking like that. It does. And then as as somebody that would love to own homes that I could rent out someday, I look at it as the government can trap somebody in my house. Not trap them. Allow them to live in my house mm-hmm. without paying rent to me. Yeah. And then they're, the government's going to say, here, you can apply for money from me for get the shit. I don't need to apply for money. How about I get money from the people that are living in my house. If they can't live there anymore, yeah, if they can't live there anymore, then, then leave. If I don't get any payment, that's not fair. That's not America. Now, if I have a good heart as, as somebody, and I say, Hey, I'm a homeowner and you rent from me and you've been paying me so far uh, forever. And and now you can't pay me and now I can work with you or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. That's, I should be able to do that. I should get a payment plan in place or something, 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 Something that says that I'm I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be uh, awarded money for the work that I've done. Yeah. Because just so you can have free shit. Because then that same person that gets that free shit also doesn't appreciate it. No. If you're not paying for rent, then who cares if there's a big stain on the carpet? That's not your carpet. Fuck it. Yeah. Right. And so, how many people that are that own property that are having people get to rent? free from their property who have no uh don't have any sort of skin in the game no appreciation for the value of that because for them it's free it's worth nothing it's all free shit yeah they don't appreciate that and then you get left with the bill and then the government says here you can apply for some fucking some little bit a little bit of scraps over here instead of getting the money dude that's not fair yeah that's not fair dude Mm -hmm. that's it 
Yeah. It's not America. That's bullshit. Yeah. Well, and meanwhile, all the sales and everything, all these flash sales that come up all the time, the people that get to hold your money get to use it as play money. Yeah. They're, not, money... they're not using it for shit that's beneficial, and they're not really hurting. Dude, the... Most uh... people aren't really hurting. Most people. Most people probably are not, because the bell bell curve is the, the middle class, a large middle class is healthy, mm-hmm. right? So if you look at a population as as a bell curve the majority of that population is going to be in between the income of middle class. That's the middle of the bell curve is yeah. middle class. So on the edge of the bell curve are the incredibly wealthy and the incredibly poor. Yeah. Well, here in America, we have many resources for the incredibly poor. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the argument is take from that one, one side of the bell curve, which has so much and give to the other side. And so now we have just a huge equal bell curve yeah, flattens it all out well that does flatten it out what yeah. it does is it takes away the drive and the motivation for anybody to be re- to do anything that's going to reward them yeah if i'm am i going to go to uh college for 10 years or 15 years to be a a surgeon when i get paid the same or all of my i get taxed at 80 percent yeah and then so the fucking guy who has no who sat there and fucking smoked crack and did whatever while I was grinding and going to school, and that dude works at fucking McDonald's, but he doesn't have to pay taxes because he gets to live off of part of my hard work. That's not fair. It's and silly. and what that's going to do is going to make there be less brain surgeons and shit. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to go to other places where they can be rewarded for all of their hard work, which then will not be America, which means then the smart go-getters will find a way to leave, which just perpetuates the welfare state even more. So it's a slippery slope because the smart people, they'll find a way out of this shithole, right? If I got all this money and the government's going to take my money away, I'm going to find a way to go live in Iceland or some shit, right? And they're, they're getting out. They got new new zealand residency or wherever sure you know and like i can't get that so what's going to happen is the government's going to take what's mine i'm going to be pushed down and now i'm in line at the bread line with everybody else and the work that i put forward for myself is only equal to the same dude at fucking mcdonald's which will be a government sandwich handout facility at that point yeah yeah Man. Line up at McDonald's. You get a cheeseburger. Good. They're already doing that shit. Get yeah. get a vaccine and you get a fucking hot dog or yeah. a donut or whatever. All of these things. Did you collect on that? I didn't get a hot dog. You didn't get shit? I would have liked to get a hot dog. Oh. My thing, they were like, here's your hot dog. I was like, no thanks. I'm cutting weight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, like, it's a Walgreens hot dog. It's a hot you dog, but inside it's just fentanyl. Like, hey, man. Like, what are you doing to me? Oh, bro. Yeah. Got fired up on yeah, this I one. Yeah, I could. I we still could got. We still got it. time to to take it to take yeah. it back to a peaceful place. We have time place. to wind it back down here on the Nathan and Gabe show. <sighs> it's a little smooth jazz. Fucking make smooth jazz. You speaking of which? You got jazz talk. But speaking of which, you're doing music right, just with your face. You know what's really impressive? The beatbox guys, dude. Unbelievable. Yeah, that is cool. I went down like a beatbox rabbit hole over the last few months where uh, if I'm doing something at the house, it's so like right now, this morning, while I was getting my breakfast ready, I put my iPad on the counter and I just threw on like a beatbox championship thing and just had it going in the background. Please tell me you're about to bust out. No, no, no. A beatbox. No, 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 no. no. Dude, you've got months practice. No, no, I just... don't. I don't. Do that Can all. you just give us 15 seconds of Gabe's best 15 beatbox? 15 seconds, dude. Is that long? That's so long. <laughs> okay, give me, yeah. let's go five seconds. It's weird that you're putting me on this. I didn't say I fucking beatbox. <laughs> oh, well, you've yeah. been listening to it. I would imagine you've practiced yeah. to make a few sounds with your mouth. Yeah, but, th- and I can't. <laughs> so okay. I not, yeah. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> all right. But well, it's, dude. Hopefully you come back episode 15 maybe with the uh, oh beatbox. Yeah, that, dude, I, you know. Dude, you can beatbox our intro. Wow. You could do the beatbox and yeah. uh, and then we could auto-tune some some lyrics in there. Oh, sure thing. Never practice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never practice that. But it's incredible. These things that, that people do a thing called inward bass. I don't even understand how they make the sound. 
Inward base. Inward. Not. And I thought you said N word base. I'm like, thing when we oh were, boy. Yeah. Kyle kept saying that every time that we were at the seminar. <laughs> every time, not the N word. Oh boy. But the phrase N word because Mike kept saying inward. Okay. And then Kyle leaned toward me and go, inward. <laughs> oh. Inward. That's actually not a bad Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> but, dude, unreal. But so inward bass. Inward bass. It's like, it almost sounds like they're making like a snoring sound, like a. Ooh. Kind of sound like that, but yeah. it's like it comes from like inside somewhere oh, okay. while they're still making like all of the drum sounds with their mouth, dude. It's unbelievable. Wow. I can't even believe like how how you can make like six different sounds with your face all at the same time. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude. Some people are very articulate, eh? and I couldn't, I don't think I have that skill. I don't think so. I think, it, I don't know how long it would take to get good at. Think you do it in 25 hours? No, that's a, dude, that's a really good. That's a great circle coming back. No, I don't think I could. Not in 25 really? hours. Really? 25 hours of beatbox know, practice? Bro, if you just practice... Okay. You might make me want to do it just mm -hmm. to see. If you practice making 10 sounds... Okay. And you spent two hours on each one of those 10 sounds. That brings you to 20 hours. So you sit there and go... Yeah. You do that for two good. hours, bro, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's your sound, and then you you re you record that, so you got it, so you got it in, so you can always go back to it after yeah. two hours. You could probably on yeah. demand, right? Yeah. So you get ten of those. I think we got the down. Yeah, we did. We should probably stop doing it because it might <laughs> it might sound terrible, or they but, might not even hear it at all. <laughs> They're like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Uh, so we got ten sounds with two hours of sound reps. Yeah, for each one. Okay, and then five hours to combine those. Dude, that's, dude. So but, if you did for one of those five hours, you just did two or three of those sounds, right? Yeah. In different, just those three. Yeah. And then another hour, two or three, two or three, and then another, right? And then that last twenty-fifth hour, you take your three sets of three, and then you you fucking put them together. You could do it, bro. I I mean I think I bet you could be a pretty decent beatboxer in 25 hours if you did that how to learn beatbox i bet that you could do like very basic techniques but not this weird inward bass thing man it's weird I, i'll show you afterwards it's okay unbelievable so i bet in two hours like you could learn how to whistle in two hours yeah if you said i'm gonna spend the next two hours yeah just 120 minutes 120 minutes of yeah. of Curling my lips and pushing air through it. Yeah. I'm going to figure out how to do it to wait the way to make a sound. So people that have, they're 40 years old and like, I don't know how to whistle. It's like, bro, you didn't take two fucking accumulated hours of your life to curl your lips and blow air through them. Yeah. What are you doing with yourself? <laughs> right? So if you look at that, like how many, if I, if I, if I just take two hours a day, yeah, every day, two hours a day to work on a thing. Why aren't we all like MacGyver then? Yeah. What it just says, like, what have we done with how many hours have we spent watching TV? You know, just doing whatever, yeah. doing shit that's not. You could learn how to whistle to... and watch TV at the same time. I think people aren't good at multitasking. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that might be a uh, one. Like, that... like I put on beatboxing in the background of me making breakfast. Yeah. Right. Like just just because I like how it sounds. That's all it is. Okay, but. After that long, you're probably learning a little bit more about it than you learned about it before, right? I mean, you're gonna sure. you're gonna hear different sounds and pick up on different yeah. things, and yeah, it's on the it's in the background, but you're still taking it in. Sure. And so, if it's in the background long enough, you're probably gonna learn it, mm -hmm. right? After a while, yeah. Dude, that's that, now I'd say with stocks, it's it's a little bit different, but similar. You know, I made it a point. I'm like, I'm going to fucking learn this stuff. Yeah. I want to learn what the stock market is. Mm -hmm. I want to learn. And so I just. What is a hodl? A hodl? No, I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, boy. We talked about Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the way you said it, a hodl. No. Uh, which is another way to say hold. <laughs> I know. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For the listeners, For the it's hold. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's that was my goal was I want to learn the stock market. Mm -hmm. uh, when I turn on financial news and I don't know what the hell they're talking about, I feel like an idiot. Because I, I, I have money and I want to make more money. Yeah. And these people are talking about money and I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Well, I'm 38 years old. 
that I've had enough time where I could have had some financial shit in the background and learned about it. Yeah. I didn't. So yeah. now I'm going to put it in the foreground. I'm going to make it a point to learn about it. Mm-hmm. And it's still a learn in progress thing, but bro, the amount of knowledge that I have about trading stocks and the stock market and just all of that stuff now compared to what I knew in January, uh, it's it's 100% more. I didn't know anything in January. And now I could have a conversation with somebody that trades stocks. Yeah. And you know, I I could I could reach down and and pull up different things that I've lessons that I've learned in my tro- stock trading experience that I could conversate lessons that I've learned like I've walked the walk of holding the stock yeah right? dang dude and that's all you have to do you I just have to box in the background yeah you say that. <laughs> <laughs> dude I if you wanted to be a beatboxer you could in in probably not that long yeah yeah it'd be an interesting uh challenge you know again alec is just so musical he'd yeah. be the best beatboxer in here would he dude he's he's just he has such a like a he's he'd be good at la- overlapping he can do that weird like split brain shit where he can keep two different beats like he can tap with a different beat with his foot and then do a different one with his hand at the yeah. same time yeah i i it, that is like that gives me like a headache yeah yeah dude yeah i don't know how he does it it's crazy, but he would be the best beatboxer in here. Mm. I think. I think we should have a beat off. <laughs> hey, dude! Yeah, you love it. You just you love it. Mm. But yeah, um, where are we going with that? I don't. Uh, yeah, okay. So comparatively, so I listen to that. I listen to metal. Okay. I wonder what would be harder is to learn how to scream in metal. Because it's hard. That's also a skill. For right? sure. Yelling like, loud for a long time yeah. is hard. You have to learn how to do it with your stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Yeah, it's all from, like, the uh, diaphragm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think I can make cooler metal sounds screaming than I could beatbox because I've listened to metal for longer. Sure. But I am terrible at both. So, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Room for improvement, bro. I know, dude. If, but if... I'm not going to become a vocalist, though. That seems... There's something about it, right? Being a trying hard in music, unless you're like ripping on the guitar, but making any sound with your face might be the hardest thing to do. Like if I if I was just like, hey, I'm going to sit down and I'm gonna sing you guys a song for real. Yeah. Is there anything more awkward? <laughs> I would laugh the whole yeah, time. I know. Yeah. Yeah, but also wouldn't part of you la- be laughing because it almost triggers like an insanity response in your brain. I mean, unless you're good, in which case people look at you like with admiration. Yeah. My my son, if I'm singing, you know, some row your boat or something, yeah. he looks at me and he loves it, right? So I mean, yeah. I guess who are we talking about? Are we I talking about a, a judgmental singer. asshole friend that's gonna laugh at you? But if you're if you're like Nathan, I want to sing to you a song that I that I've been I wrote it myself. Yeah. And I've been working on it, and just let me know what you think. And you sang to me. Yeah, it would be weird. How awkward would be that weird. be? It'd be the worst. <laughs> but there's friend circles that that's normal. Yeah, but uh, as a circle, maybe. But I mean, if, if it it's just... me and you in the shack and you're singing to me, that's weird. Then it's weird, unless yeah. we're in a band and we're making a song together. Yeah, then it's totally normal. I, that's why I almost feel like I couldn't be in a band because if if my singer in the band was like, "Listen to this." And then started singing, I would feel I, I my skin would crawl. Yeah, but if it was your band and your job is to make a sound to go along with that song, yeah. then it's just then that's that's just being in a band. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have different interests than other people do. I guess. I mean, let's let's look at it like jujitsu. Yeah. Right. If if, I said, if you're in a room full of jujitsu people and you're like, hey, I want to try this new thing. Yeah. We're all gonna be like. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, hop, <laughs> Try it. hop into my legs yeah. with minimal clothing, yeah. and then we do a move. Yeah. Now spin around. Now twist like this. Okay, now try to get out. Yeah. Okay. That's right. totally fucking normal. Yeah. So, yeah, if we were in a band, and you're like, hey, I got a new song. I want to sing it to you. Yeah. And I was like, I love music. Sing to me, bro. Yeah. That's totally normal. 100%. I think about it, though, in terms of, like, the Goo Goo Dolls. You remember the song Iris? Yeah. Couldn't tell you how it goes. The but... best song of all time. Okay. Right? Sing it for us so everybody remembers. You know, it. and I'd give up forever to touch you, that whole thing. Fucking, I don't want the world to, to see me. Yeah, that whole song, yeah. right? Sitting down 
you saw how both of our voices were like, oh, <laughs> as we did, we both went, oh, like that. <laughs> Sitting down with your boys and being like, listen to this. <laughs> and then belting that out would be like, dude. Unless what? the last time you did it, we all got millions of dollars, in which case I say, keep them coming, no, bro. I mean, dude, I mean, I get that. Millions of dollars, yes. The millions of dollars. I mean, that's your job that is good. to make that girly sounding voice. But, that, that you and I, with our deep manly voices, we try to hit, but we can never hit it. Yeah. So we always kind of sing it at like our lower manlier voice. Yeah. Dude, maybe on some deep level, you're just jealous that your voice can't go that high. It's part of me, I'm sure. You know, There's, maybe. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, I give up forever to touch you, bro. <laughs> it's like, hey, he doesn't say bro in the original version. Yeah. And don't look at me like that when you say it. Dude, that's why you got the shades on, so that, you know, you can block out that. <laughs> yeah, I like these shades. I got. I just got, these are the Umbras. Yeah, those are nice. Have you seen these before? Uh, yeah, because you've worn them in the past three <laughs> episodes, dude. Oh, I yeah. love them. I, you know what? Dude, this is the most, this is, every once in a while you come across an invention that you go, oh. Well, that's obvious. That's yeah. that's way better. Yeah. That's these sunglasses. Okay. The the loops and the the thing around the side, bro. It's so much more comfy. I can do everything with it. I haven't gone surfing with them on yet, but I probably will. Maybe so it's if you wore your hood, they would be like no way they could fall off your head. There's no way. I mean, right now. Yeah. Man, look at that, dude. <laughs> Nothing. Wow. And so and they go. It doesn't matter if you have a helmet or a hat. They're just the best, dude. They're the best. Proud. Sponsor of the podcast. Umbraz. O-M-B-R-A-Z. That's it. Oh, boy. But every once in a while, there's a there's an invention that comes along like that. And, you know, the the light bulb, yeah. the automobile. And the Umbras. And the ultimate foot cleaning station. There's only, uh, there's a select few inventions that really matter. Yeah. You know? You know what's weird, though? Hmm. Last two uh, grappling events I've been at, no ultimate foot cleaning station. Not a fan when there's not one. Well, I'm gonna about start that. fucking bringing one. I agree with you. They would have to take care of it because there's how many people went out on those mats? Seven hundred athletes or something? I think there's over eight hundred people signed up. Okay, so yeah. with the refs plus the medics plus the all those bare feet coming on and off the mats, yeah, those mats are if you could like look and see germs. With like a special camera, yeah, they would be, that whole mat would like be radiating. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, right for sure. And so with the foot cleaners, they have a solution: the tea tree eucalyptus and water. Yeah, and you mix it together. Well, with all those people stepping in and stepping out, you'd have to have a shit ton of towels. They would all be turned black immediately because that many feet going through there. Yeah, you would have to clean those things out all day, five times True. a day. And that's just so much work that goes into that. It's way easier if you say, hey, these mats are contaminated. You are contaminated. Your feet are contaminated. Yeah, no, you know, whatever. They have the signs that say, like, no bare feet. Yeah, right? when I'm walking around. Everybody, like, everybody's. Asshole with every, bare feet, everybody is. I'm like, I'm going to put these feet right in front of your face. Nobody immediately jumps in. Very few people jump right off the mats onto their flip-flops and then go. There's yeah. usually a couple steps here and there, and where's my flip flops? Yeah, they're they're not even by the mats; they're tucked behind. Let me walk barefoot. Yep. Well, that's everybody, mm-hmm. and so yeah, the mats are disgusting. They're filthy. Yeah. I've talked to Naga about it. I haven't talked to Sub League about it because Naga basically broke it down to me just like that. They okay. said, "Hey, you have a great idea. Yeah, it's awesome. In our gym, yeah. we would have these. Yeah, with this event going on, it's so much more work. They would have to have." Like two people whose job it is to just deal with foot cleaning right. stations. Yeah, and and just with the traffic carrying a uh, tub basically of water is yeah pouring awkward. out and that water once you it's it's fucking black, bro. Yeah. So it's you're you're pouring out just contaminant. It's just so much more work. Yeah. And if you own a gym, then sick, bro. How how nice? Yeah, it's a little bit more work for you, but you're also increasing the the hygiene on the mats. Mm-hmm. So. A, a foot cleaning station is just like uh, it's like brushing your teeth yeah you don't have to do it you can get by without brushing your teeth just know that your mouth looks like shit and right. everybody's gonna smell your breath and run away mm-hmm. right i say that as i breathe coffee breath into your face it's fine I, I most of the time i just breathe through my mouth whenever you're talking at me Good. no i'm just kidding dude come on <laughs> no but yeah i get it. it it helps the overall clean there's probably a direct correlation with the foot cleaning station and our lack of outbreaks of ringworm and staff definitely and MRSA and definitely all that bad shit yeah 
and I'm a big, you know, I'm a, I try to keep the gym super clean anyway, cause I'm kind of a, a germ guy. So I wouldn't want my family to be in a gym that's nasty. Yeah, you're kind of a germ guy, aren't you? A little bit. I've noticed this. I mean, I invented a foot cleaning station. Yeah. And you also, <laughs> you always wear a lot of, a lot of coverage, long sleeve, like spats, uh, long sleeve rash guards. Yeah. You yeah, know? I just, I, I like to keep my body covered. You've been wearing those shades during jiu-jitsu During now. jiu-jitsu? Yeah. You're like, still don't fall off, bro. Yeah, they don't. Nobody can yeah. even touch my head, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kyle actually squeezed my neck yesterday. My neck hurts a little bit. Oh, he'll get you. Yeah. Um, what He's, were we talking about? Uh, inventions, foot cleaning, coming on and off the mat. I heard a coach say, he was like, make sure you're wearing your sandals. Like, loud enough for me to hear. Yeah. And I was like. I'm fucked, dude. I'll, dude, I'll fucking lick this floor. You know, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I was so... Like, I was just like, I'm... I, it made me... When somebody tells me to do something inadvertently, yeah. it makes me double down on the thing that I'm doing that they don't like, like, all, like 100% of the time. Like, get a shot. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I feel like everybody's like, don't get a shot, namely you. <laughs> I was like, you know what? You don't get all the shots, bro. You can have mine. Yeah, I, I won't. I'll I'll have I'll have your first dose on my second dose if that counts. Um, I just Aubrey Marcus. You know who that is? Yeah, on it guy. Yeah, yeah, on it. Yeah. He's uh, I read his book. Actually, I think I, I don't remember the name of his book, but I read his book. Is and it a good one? It's not that great because yeah. once you start watching his videos, a lot of what he says is sort of redundant. If you've watched and listened to him for any sort of time, um, like. A lot of it, too, is like, I think he was going, he, he just got, uh, he just broke up with his girlfriend. Yeah. And, like, so it was very, like, open relationships. I remember and, hearing about that. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, mm-hmm. so a lot of it didn't really, it wasn't super relevant to me. Like, I'm not going to go to Burning Man, take ecstasy, and have an open relationship with three girls. Seems kind of like. A, sounds seems, great. Dude, that sounds Just exhausting. saying, not past that point in my life you yeah. know at, at 20 maybe it would have been cool but yeah, maybe at 20 dude yeah now, nowadays we're a couple old 38 dogs. 38 I'm, I'm not burning man days are probably behind me dude yeah we're a couple old men i'm 29 you were born in the 40s couple old <laughs> men uh yeah dude but I, so his book though you read not it, great and, and not great it's just, it's very repetitive to what he says on Yeah, I just a things. lot of it was super relevant to me, but yeah. uh I do like some of what he says. Mm-hmm. And uh he the other day he uh he said something that uh, or no, he put it out there. I forget what it was. It was like a vaccine stat. I remember Kyle talking to me about that. Yeah, it was yeah. it was but it went both ways. So it was like two pages and one of the pages were uh this many people have died from COVID. Yeah. Right? This many unvaccinated people have died. Yeah. And then the next page was this many vaccinated people have died. And then the the, the paragraph or whatever the head, headline thing was like if either of these make you feel good something's wrong. And yeah. what's wrong is 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 your mentality. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, that's I, I get that. That one actually hits. Because isn't it essentially that the way that Kyle broke it down to me was that on both sides of the spectrum, the vaccine almost seems like it's not doing anything. Well, you're this many people have died from from a vaccine. Yeah, and then this many people have died from germs. Because it hit, it, I know it hit Kyle like incredibly close to home because his grandfather was vaccinated and yeah. died from COVID. Like that's yeah. I mean, people close as it gets, dude. people have yeah for sure. People have died from this germs. Terrible thing. Yeah, you know, people have always died from germs. Sure, and they just have and. There's a lot of science and politics that talk about how those flu statistics were pushed down and the COVID statistics were bumped up. I mean, that, that, yeah, that's because flu has kind of disappeared. Yeah, right. And uh, it just seems like, okay, well, with that little dose of information there, I don't get flu shots either. You know, I never have. Have you gotten not, flu shots? Uh, last time I got a flu shot, I got, sick, I got super sick, dude. I got that and the Tdap at the same time, so I had all the pain of the whole tetanus shot. Okay, and then the flu shot kind of got me sick. Yeah, it was just an awful mix, dude. So you get to you can sick. you can you can get a shot. That's years ago now. Get a shot, uh huh, and potentially die, or get sick, or yeah. just feel like shit, uh huh. 
or get a vax or or get don't get a shot, mm-hmm. but maybe get sick and maybe die. Yeah. Or maybe not even know that you're sick unless you unless you got I know, tested. It's weird. So there's there's uh there's like a bell curve with both sides, right? Yeah. Like non-vaccinated could not even know you're sick, have to get tested to find out mm-hmm. or death. Yeah. Or vaccinated maybe die. Well, that just seems like the vaccinated side adds an extra layer of of potential things going wrong where if i just stick to the original uh unvaccinated bell curve the chances of me landing on the not even know you're sick or recovery side are very high based on my my age my health status my lifestyle all of those (laughs) things yeah so um but on on this side it's like Ah, but now you don't get to see Steve-O at the McDonald Theater, and you're like, ah, I want ah, to see Steve-O. Steve-O. yeah, yeah. I don't like any one person enough to give up my no, body Yeah, autonomy. but it's not him. We talked about that. Yeah, we did. I, you have to get into it again. I feel like I, I, yeah, I agree, though. I wouldn't give up my health for... Oh, Steve-O. Realistically, you probably would only give up your health for people that you love. Really love. I don't love Steve-O. I don't yeah. love anybody outside of my very close friends and family, you included, Thanks, pal, bud. You know? But would I give up my health for Steve-O? Absolutely not, because he is stapling his nuts. That's his just, stomach. dude, that's what I <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Let's talk about this fucking conundrum right here, yeah. right? You have to get a shot that could kill you to go see a guy that's trying who's going to gonna staple his nuts to his stomach. <laughs> Yeah. Bro, come on, yeah, man. I don't even know that. what to think about that. Yeah. Like, that's that's hilarious and almost, like, a little bit hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be real. Yeah. So this fucking business, the McDonald's Theater, yeah. says that you have everybody who's uh, pretty much mostly in the, the healthiest part of the population that gives a shit about Steve-O. Because my grandma's not watching Steve-O. Probably not. Right? And so the real people that are at risk aren't even in the market. Yeah. So we're taking the healthiest market, making sure that they're all vaccinated to go in to watch this guy staple his nuts to his stomach. Yeah. That is fucking insane. Yeah, dude. Dude! (laughs) Yeah, man. That's wild. Gross. It's gross how crazy it is. Also, uh, your grandma's watching. They have Steve-O in heaven, right? They do. (laughs) Shout out to Grams. But, uh, you know, I just, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy that that is a sort of, that's normal, too. That's not even not crazy. That's normal. Somebody else said that they want to go watch Tim Dillon. He's got a, is he coming to Portland? Yeah, I I like Tim Dillon. So do I. He's hilarious. Same, same. He says it like it is, which is cool. Same setup. Yeah. What, I mean, I wonder what he thinks about that. Like that's, I would like to hear, cause he's, is he a big pro-vax guy? I don't know. Cause it'd be weird. It'd be weird if somebody that's speaking out against vaccines is putting on a show that you have to have a vaccine to go see. I guess my thing is I I don't really hunt for, uh information on it one way or the other you know so i don't yeah. necessarily look but he's pretty outspoken about how he feels about a lot of about things. a lot of things so if you're yeah. a consumer of tim dylan's opinion yeah. and, and comedy you probably know how he feels about is it he i the, don't is he the gruffest gay guy for sure like he's he... like the 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 coolest gay guy yeah maybe right yeah only because like i i could i could for sure hang out with that dude yeah i'd be he'd be laughing along if if you're like a super uh, he's like the least feminine super gay gay, gay guy. guy yeah i just i can't that's not my you're just on the other side of the bell curve for me that's fair yeah yeah not everybody has to love everybody yeah. you know and it's not that i don't like you i just your voice makes me want to blow my head off yeah I, i'm not i'm not a big fan of the whole like uh like making your voice sound more feminine for like no reason really it's yeah like, why can't you just be a dude that's attracted to dudes why do you have to appear feminine well, what if Strange. you identify as feminine, bro? I know, dude. That's everybody can do everything now. All... Nothing. Everybody. Free. Dude, we live in. Yeah. We live in a simulation. Yeah, we do. <laughs> that's, that's somehow changed. Yeah. Over the last few years. Something's, somebody hacked the simulation. Yeah. In like, I, I don't know. Could have been the 50s. Because yeah. a lot of lot of shit went down there like in the 50s. after you were born. Uh, hey. <laughs> hey, dude. You know, maybe it was, uh, what is that? Large Hadron Collider? You know what that is? Dude, 
in Geneva, know. Switzerland, it's like this giant now. underground thing, and they're smashing like electrons and protons and shit together, and Why? seeing because they're seeing what happens because they they explode into all these things like little smaller particles, and so we're taking it's a particle collider, so we're like taking like little tiny protons and neutrons and shit yeah. and spinning them around at a huge speed around this giant circle and smashing them into each other and then looking at what happens after that. It's insane. It is insane. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. You haven't heard of that? Dude, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's called the Large Hadron, H-A-D-R-O-N, Collider. Yeah, it sounds like some shit out of like a Marvel comic. Yeah, it's a particle accelerator. And in a, in a Marvel comic, for sure, yeah. there could be some scientists who like, oh, the particle accelerator's broken over here. Let me climb yeah. inside. And no, don't turn it on. Particles. Boom. He got smashed with two electrons yeah. on each side of his head. And now he's fucking electron, man. Yeah. Dude, that Is might be a, a badass superhero. Yeah. Or a villain. Yeah. I, right? Yeah. Because yeah. mm. you know what? You know what? I think that villains should win more. They do. In real life, I think they do yeah, win more. Because yeah, because I feel like uh, that's what made the Infinity War and Endgame. Fucking spoiler alert, I guess, if you haven't seen it. But that Thanos is made like the bad half guy. The, half of everything disappear, Dude, and he right? he wins in yeah. one of them. You're like, what? Yeah. Like, he won. Like, yeah. he won. And then he ends up losing. But he, lo- he won But didn't we hard. talk about that one time? Yeah. Uh, what we're trying to do is just push global depopulation yeah. agenda Dude, can, yeah you know I let's mean, let's normalize half the planet disappearing i'm it's kinda, cool bro I'm down for the cause are you first you're on team thanos a little bit dude are you what if half of the people i mean that's half the people you know have a chance of i know yeah that's tough so maybe i'm not because i wouldn't be willing to lose the people i care about but... i mean it's a gamble it's a gamble every day anyway though man yeah you know really i guess that's true every time that i start my car up and start driving i could get creamed by a by a semi yeah i worry about that every time my my family is out of my sight yeah you know yeah so there's a world that's willing to fucking eat them up and spit them out dude yeah i feel like that i feel like a lot of times i have like the the worst in mind if i see my phone ring mm-hmm. and it says my woman because yeah. i have her in my phone I'm yeah like, what's happening yeah mine like says my, casey my love oh that's cute yeah yeah dude we're a couple of cutie pies yeah but well we <laughs> Like, I pick up my phone, I'm like, what? Like, you know, the first thing sounds panicked yeah. a lot of the time. It's like, hey, babe. You know, I'm not. <laughs> hey, I got a new rash guard waiting for you. Yeah, you know, sometimes. You know, normally, though, she leaves them on the bed as a surprise. Nice. Dude. Like, so you wake up and it's there sitting at the end of the bed? It's usually after training. So, okay. So I already have a lot of endorphins going after training. So she just keeps them going. Yeah. Nice. She, Smart. Yeah. I mean, she, it's like Pavlov's dog. <laughs> she knows that every few months, if I get a new rash guard, it keeps me on this. You know, she's like, keep it going. Yeah, mama's trying to get some bread. <laughs> yeah. You know, make that jujitsu money. Yeah, dude. Also, when you said conundrum, speaking yeah. of jujitsu, uh, it made me think of Grace Gundrum. Oh, yeah. Sounds like that. What a talented young woman dude. she is. Yeah. And, Grace, I, dude, I've watched her grow up from like Gundrum. a little girl. Yeah, right. She's you know, been she's, been te- she she's a, a she's a black belt. And she's what, she's 18, 18, 18 or 19. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a super talented female athlete and that's she's yeah. one of the 10th planet's top goats, you know? Like that girl, she's yeah. got the such unlimited potential. Yeah. And uh what a strong female athlete for young female athletes to look up yes. to. We need those girls. Yeah. Like 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 not a shit talk. This shit talk is like so oversold now. She's, like, so humble and, like, just, like, willing to represent this art. Yeah, yeah. And she, that, she lets her art speak for itself. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, and even, like, the fact that everybody loves her. I mean, she's very just, like, humble mm-hmm. and quiet yeah. and just a... They call her the silent assassin. Yeah, it's right. The best and name she's ever. the yeah. I yeah. mean, she's uh, she's the true ice cold Gundrum. Yeah, dude. Let's not spread ice cold around <laughs> this yet. But the uh, yeah, I I feel like if I were at that level at that age, if I was 19, 18, 19 years old, and I was like the shit on top of everything. Yeah, I'd have I'd have a hard time keeping my head on straight. Yeah, you know. Luckily, she's got a like a bunch of really awesome people around her, kind of mm-hmm. helping direct and guide her journey. Yeah, and uh, you know Zach and JM, like those guys are some of Tenth Planet's 
uh, biggest advocates. They're doing super well, and like they're always out repping mm-hmm. uh, as Graces too, and they're always back at HQ and putting up yeah. content. And they've got like finishers, and they've got so many things out there. Like what a it's a badass thing to see those young guys creating uh, a world of martial arts where they are. You know, it's like yeah. taking their dreams and leveling them up gives me hope for what we're doing here. Yeah. Because uh, I would love to be able to have uh, a talented person underneath me that that is going out and repping 10th Planet and repping our gym and helping to level us all up. Sure. You know? P.S. That's you. <laughs> yeah. Is Bethlehem, they train out of Bethlehem, yeah? Yeah. Is that in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, dude, that's such a like uh uh like you never hear about Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. No, no. Is that a small area? I don't know. I've never been there. Yeah, dude, that'd be wild to make an East Coast trip. I still want to make the West Coast trip. We well, don't. there's a tenth planet. Uh, yeah, West Coast would be way easier, and that would be fun. I we mean, could literally drive it. We could literally just drive south right now, dude, and uh, and do it. I mean, the first would we would we go to Springfield to start it off? Or do you? Th- I mean, if we if we did them all, would we go to Springfield to start it off? Well, I mean, then we'd probably just fly up to Seattle and r- rent a car and drive yeah. it to fucking San Diego. Dude, that'd be nuts. Take a week of just yeah. drive. That'd be so fun. Yeah, dude, that'd be fun. We go by Springfield. And just, oh, hey, what's up, Mike? Just swing. We're not gonna just swing like, it through. We've been here. Yeah, I mean, we, we we could we could do a first training session up at Seattle. Yeah. Uh, for sure. You know, yeah, we could do the whole I five corridor, Portland, Tiger. Port- Right, Tiger, Sam's, Sam's. yeah, that'd be cool to get in there. That'd be cool to get in there early, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Corvialis. Corvialis. And then uh, what do we got? Springfield, Grants Pass. Yeah. There's a Sacramento, 10P Sacramento now, I think. Wow. And that's I-5, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's how you'd get there. And then uh, after that, I know, I think there's one in Northern California somewhere. I'm not sure. Then there's a bunch in California. Yeah. But the ones I'd want to hit... Let me tell you, uh, it's not a 10th planet anymore, and I haven't seen what's going on with Denny for a while. Denny Prokopos. Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, going over to San Francisco. I've I've never been to San Francisco. I'd probably... Honestly, wouldn't really like it because it's it, it's it, a lot of it's nuts. Portland time. I'd go say hi to JP and maybe get a tour of the Tesla yeah, facility. Yeah, would that be cool. sick? Yeah, we, we fucking walk out of there with our Tesla hats dude, I'd and wear shit. Flowers in my hair for that. Pictures of the Elon. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool, dude. Pictures with Elon. Yeah, yeah. JP could probably hook that up. Yeah, Elon. So. Elon's holding up like this. He's doing the 10, 01, <laughs> but it's just, sir, no, his is 01, 01, 01, just because oh, he's a fucking computer smart. guy. Yeah, dude. He's got just ones and O's. He, yeah. like, makes his own cool one. He's holding his feet up and shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, then we got Sacramento, well, San Francisco, and then, uh, for sure, Oceanside, San Diego, Santa Barbara, Ventura, yeah, HQ, dude. West LA, yeah, Einstein. Yeah. Dude, there's so many... So many good schools down there. Yeah, I mean that yeah. might be hard to do it all in a week, to be honest. Since there's time. like there's got to be at least a dozen in California. Yeah, I feel like honestly, like California would be its own trip. Yeah, or just like north of HQ. You know, okay. we could do we could just go down, stop at HQ. Yeah, and then or uh, or or knock out a few, and then end at HQ, yeah. and then yeah, some other time, fly to San Diego, rent a car, and start knocking out all those other ones. Yeah. Until we get all the way up to back home, dude. That that the deal with that is, I would have to keep my. I don't know what I. I literally have to cut up like my credit card slash wallet because I love gear. We, yeah, I'm oh, such a yeah. sucker for shorts and rash guards. Dude, and all we would shit. have to. We would have to probably like have X amount of dollars per day, mm-hmm. and then that's just our limit. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like, like any other vacation. To- yeah, during this, it's like, okay, I uh, will get a rash guard, but I'm only going to get two yeah. during this whole time. Yeah. But Who's it going to be? Dude, but what would suck is, like, suppose if we went to, like, uh, uh, like HQ. Well, they don't have gear at HQ, I don't think. You have to buy it on the website. Yeah, we we could maybe. I mean, you could get gear, but well, you're going to get rash guards for. But, yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to. We'd probably, we could get them head, heads up, you know, and probably yeah, have it for sure. Cool. I'm sure you could do that. But, I, but it's, we'd want to, like. What would suck is like suppose we go to San Diego and then we go to Oceanside, 
It's like, what if Oceanside has a Kohler rash guard? They like, both have uh, sick. Yeah, I know. Dude, dude the, the I, yeah. freak show, it's like, it's, those guys have some of the best rash guards. They do, yeah. yeah. And then... Epstein's got some good ones. Dude, but the ones we're rocking right now, oh, man. Did you see uh, 10th Planet's... Uh, oh, gosh, give me liberty or give me death. It's like, uh, no, it's a, it's a white belt one, but it's got the snake. I think oh, it's it says got don't the, spaz on don't me. Don't spaz on yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sick, bro. Yeah, that's from Portland. I'm going to have to get one of those. Yeah, I would. Shout out to Phil Schwartz. Also, Phil, you know, you don't know me very well, but I'm like Nathan's best pal. It's like, can you hit me up with one, please? That'd be cool. <laughs> anyway, I'll if pay you, for it. If you are wondering about 10th Planet, you can go to 10thplanetjj.com. Slash then, locations. Slash locations, yep. Find yep. a 10th planet near you. Come and train. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.